Okay, I'm reloaded. Je- Jeff London, DJ Jason Smith. Here come the pain. When the sun goes down, the music turns up. A whole new world opens up behind the velvet rope. Join us as we take you behind the scenes of the nightlife world. Are you ready? DJ Jason Smith, Jeff London. I'm the promoter, Peace DJ Podcast, live from Boston, Massachusetts. Good day, sir. Good day. Episode 13. 13. What's up, man? How was your week, brother? Week's been all right. How's your week? I didn't catch that. <laughs> my watch. That was pretty good, huh? That was fun. That was on point. Yeah, that yeah. was kind of dope. Shout out to I my bet Apple you can't watch. do that again. Never. Yeah. My watch doesn't do that. Yeah. It just clicks. I just want to rolly, rolly, rolly. Yeah. I want to rolly down the pizza shop right now. Ooh, that sounds good. This diet shit sucks. <laughs> <laughs> You're looking good, though. We look good, but we're down. You both, you and I both, deep down inside, are like, yo. Want to grab a slice of pizza? Oh, day. Oh, day. <laughs> yeah, if there's any vice in my life, it's definitely be like pizza for sure. If you had to live with one thing the rest of your life, would it be pizza or, bur- <laughs> yeah, or burritos? I, no. Mexican or pizza? Pizza, bro. All day? All day. I've even had experiences where I used to get done with the club and go to the gas station get a slice <laughs> oh that was hard to admit <laughs> you almost stumbled on that because <laughs> yeah. I didn't want to say that shit <laughs> who wants to admit that they ate <laughs> gas station pizza gas station pizza man yeah. but I, it wasn't like no I'm not going to say it was like that it wasn't like like when you walk in 7-Eleven that shit looks mad dusty you know that dusty <laughs> yeah. pizza yeah. It wasn't like that. And sometimes the guy knew I'd come in mad late, so yeah. he'd make like a pie. Fresh like pie. I'd, he, yeah, I'd, I'd give him two bucks. This is like 20 years ago. So he'd have like fresh Hess pizza pie. Nice. What the fuck? It was so bad. You know, you wake up the next morning, you have that straight ajuda. Like you're like throwing up in your mouth, like in your sleep from all the acid that you just ate out of a can. Speaking of which, there's a, there's a donut on the So he saved me a donut and i want to eat it so bad and i and i just it looks pretty like jeff's beard pretty so that's my advice <laughs> nice and uh pizza's like sex it could be it could be shitty but it's still pretty good at the end of the day <laughs> and that's pizza and that's pizza and that's two fat guys <laughs> now on to the show i think i think there's another podcast that does that what was it called two bears in the cave I don't know what you're watching. No, dude, it's serious. It's like my favorite comedian. What's his name? Bert Kreischer. In another day, oh, two, yeah. two bears in the cave, bro. I've never seen it. Is it good? Did they do food? Bro, you yell at me because I don't know anything about this podcast game, but I watched. It's not about food. Why does it got to be about food? Because they're fat. They're not even fat. They're skinny like us now. They used to be fat. They're ne- they're now skinny. <laughs> I'm not skinny. Anyways, he's bro, here. you you're skinny, bro. J Cole album, you hear it? J Cole album, dude. I kind of like forget. Come on, man. I well, give me a rundown of what you think of J Cole prior to this. Oh, album. I, I I like J Cole. 
I, I like him a lot. I, he's a great lyricist. I think he's a little underrated for what he's putting out in today's music. Do you ever play any of his songs? Is he, is it's he hard. Club, it's club hard. Yeah. yeah, that's what I was going to say. It's, it's very difficult for me to... How do I put this? If I'm not playing in the club and I'm not a real huge fan, I'm not really like rocking. Mm-hmm. And it's no offense to these artists. It's just I don't have the capacity. Like I like my own shit. Like when I'm not in the club, I listen to like my little hippy dippy shit. Like I'll put on the Bob Marley channel on Sirius or I'll listen sure. to Grateful Dead. I like that little, you know, vibey shit. You know what I mean? Like I'm not listening to 21 Savage mm-hmm. on my time off. Right, right. I'm right. sorry. I'm just not. No, no. You yeah. know what I mean? I well, think I would listen to Moneybag Yo, though, because that's kind of fire. Well, I agree with that because we're always in the clubs. We hear the same songs over, over and, and over, over again. And yeah, yeah. I like to switch it up as well. I'm with you on that. Yeah. I like to balance that with the other stuff. And I, I really like, I'm a huge fan of house music, too. Mm-hmm. And people don't understand that. But not EDM. Let's clarify that. House. House music. There's a big difference. House, house music's music. not going anywhere. It's not a niche. It's been around forever. I am a big tech house guy, and I'm a big Grateful Dead fan. I'm a hippie. I'm a big Fish fan, and I grew up listening to nothing but hip-hop and didn't get introduced to any other type of music until mm-hmm. I was about 19 years old. It was all hip-hop all day. Couldn't tell me nothing. Oh, But before I got into hip-hop, I was big in the Motown for some reason. Wow. And I found that on my own. That's pretty good. Like Motown, like were your parents into music? <laughs> this is a funny story. My, I think we spoke about it with with uh, Ruckus a little bit. Like my mom listened to mostly club music at that time was like freestyle, like Latin freestyle. Oh like, yeah, like that that whole era of like uh, springing to or like you know Stevie B that music play yeah. I don't get it yeah Stevie yeah. B shout out yeah, Stevie yeah. B like all that like that's what my mother listened to I didn't really understand it was I don't know it was a little too much for me yeah my dad was just like a super like hard working grinding dude and he loved cars and the only thing he had in his car ever. My thankfully, my dad was really yeah. cool because he didn't listen to music like that, but he allowed me to play anything in his car. It was really weird. Nice, yeah, yeah. But if I wasn't in the car, he's playing George, Th- not George Thoreau. I don't know who. I think it might be. And he was like, "Bad to the bone, bad." <laughs> and my dad used to have a Corvette, so he still had the top down listening to like "Bad to the Bone." Repeat. And I remember, I'm so old that we used to have eight tracks, and my mom had the lips. Won't you take me to Funky Town? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Like, that shit was fire. Now, looking back at it, we used to have to flip it around, fast forward, because it didn't have reverse buttons. Remember that? (laughs) Yeah. My dad was shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. So, yeah, I love J. Cole's album. I love him lyrically. Mm -hmm. Uh, Club stuff, not so much. Yeah. I think he had uh, one. I liked, he did a song. Uh, he had like the Missy Elliott like workout song, like on his first, you know. There uh, was one song that was just so dope, man. He had a song with Miguel that I loved too. Yeah. It was a song that was, ta- he was talking about being like in high school and love and finding love. I forgot what the name of that song was. Do you remember what it was called? No. Oh, it was off the Forest Hills. 
Oh yeah, that was a great. Wet album. Dreams. That's yes, what it was. That's a great song. I yeah. think in No Role Models, that was like his earlier stuff that mm-hmm. I just I I really appreciated. It. Yeah, that stuff. Yeah, he's he's great. Because I like yeah. we uh, we've spoken about this before. I like to be taking. I remember coming up in 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 listening to hip hop where I just put on my headphones and you just we spoke about how the hip hop was a outlet for people to let other people know what's going on in the neighborhood and storytelling yeah. storytelling yeah and I think hip hop's lost a little bit of that vision over the years and and it's gotten lost I I would put on Nas album Illmatic. And I would close my eyes and I'd almost be like transported into right, that right, life, yeah. even though I had no idea what that life was really like. Who 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 else do you think of the top? Story, I think stop top storytellers in in hip hop back in the day. Like back in the day, yeah. Oh, Nas, Jay, definitely Big, but Big was different. Big wasn't Slick always Rick. talking about Slick Rick. Yeah, Big wasn't always always just talking about stuff that was going in in on in the neighborhood. He was making shit up too, like gory yeah. film shit. Right, right, yeah. Or like having, uh, like being with girls and being a pimp. And he he took that street shit and added uh, almost like a fictional like extreme Later to it, like yeah, warning. Yeah. Right, warning was dope. It took you through. A, it was a storytelling. Yeah, you know what I mean. It could happen. He took it like that. Grave diggers were like that. They had a dope theme too. Wow, Grave, Grave diggers yeah. had like uh, wow. That was a uh, RZA, mm-hmm. Prince Paul, yeah, somebody else. The Grave Diggers were like a gory rap group. Very true. Yeah, I mean, the yeah. song called "One Eight Hundred Suicide." <laughs> the, their album covers were oh, not, they were so dope. Yeah. I think the one guy passed away. Uh, so Nas, Big J, definitely uh, older than that. KRS One. Definitely for sure. Oh, uh, yeah. Are you a philosopher? Yes. 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 In the beef he used to have with MC Shan out of Queensbridge. So, like, and know who else was dope too? Roxanne Shante. I like that. Yeah. So, I feel today's music is all about image and it's lost the vulnerability of being an artist. And it's talking about fictional shit that they don't have. A lot of drugs and guns and. Everybody's got money. Or they're playing to be that way. In our era, we were selling drugs and <laughs> shooting people. This era is <laughs> shooting people yourself. but using drugs. You know what I mean? It's like it's our true. era is selling your era's drugs. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wow. And it's just like, it's like to be vulnerable on a record right now is very hard for these artists. I have to admit, I really... I like Drake. Do you want to know why I like Drake? I can't. I can't. It's hard to admit that I like Drake because Drake is such like. I like Drake. I'll admit. Okay. I feel better now. I like Drake because he isn't afraid to be vulnerable on a record. Very true. I have to have a lot of respect for that. He's a real artist. He's not too scared to say anything on a record or say that he's heartbroken or say that somebody hurt him or like. Do you, do you think he just does those lyrics so uh, girls will put them on Instagram posts as, as quotes? Dude, I definitely I think, so. think so, too, because that's yeah. a genius marketing right there. He's a genius marketing. Let's so, get into question. Wait, hold on, oh, man. I'm going to finish about the J. Cole thing. Oh, yeah. 95 South, dope. <laughs> awesome. I, yo, to, 
<laughs> Yo, to hear Cameron at the beginning of that gave me chills. I had no idea that was coming. Well, I thought it was interesting that he didn't put he put the set the the playlist or the song the list, track list, the track with, list no ar- with no with no artist. So yeah. It was a surprise for everyone, and it has like Little John, Cameron, oh. Twenty One Savage, to name a few. Yeah, yeah. Ninety Five South is the record I'm talking about, and it had an intro, and, and all of a sudden. Cameron just starts talking mad shit, and I was just like, "Oh my god, this this is where yeah, it's, okay, it's a good that was a good intro to the album." And then like at the end when he has little John on on there, and he's like, "Put your hood up." Yeah, I was like, "Yeah, I have to have a lot of respect for that because he's paying homage to he wouldn't be J Cole wouldn't yeah. be there if it wasn't for." Dip, I mean, uh, yeah. Cameron or Lil uh, John, you know what I mean? And, and I think- he grew up. Sorry, he grew up. Perfectly in the middle, in the middle of those, of, yeah, yeah, like that's true. Atlanta yeah. and New York City. So yeah. he got the best coming up. He probably had the best of both worlds. Yeah. So, so there's a part in in one of the songs. I feel which song it is, but but prior he had he got in a fight with Diddy, and they actually had a physical fight. And there's a part. Oh, where I remember Diddy, hearing about that. Diddy yeah, yeah. comes in the end of one of these songs and says I like a little prayer one. about yeah, about yeah. peace and stuff like that. And I thought that was super cool. Just have Diddy and talk about how they cleared the air and everything. Yeah, that's amazing. So that's pretty amazing. That's real life shit, and that's how artists should be, dude. I agreed. Like, and another dope song was "My Life" with Twenty One Savage. Yeah. My life is all, and that plays homage to another old school hip hop song mm-hmm. that we used to listen to. My life. Bye. I think it was. I just listened to it the other day. Shit. Look it up. We got to figure it out. I think it's Sheik Luch. Oh, another great, great artist. Is it Sheik Luch or it was Styles P? Which one do you think it was? Styles. I don't know. It was Styles P. Was I it? can't fucking find it, though. All right, go to the question of the week. I'll find it real quick. Question of the week. I like having this computer here. See, before we weren't looking shit up, now yeah. we can fact check on the fucking fly. All right, question of the week. Yeah, question of the week. Go ahead. Since we're getting back into it, will clubs be the same? Less crazy? We've talked about this before, but we're, we're, we're amping up to it. We're amping up to clubs opening, so we're getting more of a feeling of what, what this is going to be, especially coming from my side. I see the tables getting booked and things like that. Will the clubs be the same? Less crazy? Have a huge start and die out? Like, what's going to be happening? That that's a good question, and I would like to really know the truth of that answer. I mean, the truth to that question because we don't know. Mm-hmm. But uh, saying that, the song is "The Life." That's why I couldn't find it. By Styles P. Styles P. Shout out the Locks, baby. Woo. They yo real quick. The Locks went from Diddy shiny suit shit to yeah. being like to the Rough Riders. Like, yeah, talk about black and white. And they're still relevant. <laughs> Yo, Shadekin's got a song out called Me. It came out in like past year, a yeah. year and a half. I'm just a sucker for like old dope samples. Yeah. I'm a sucker. And that's why I like that J. Cole album too. He samples a lot of dope, dope. records. I'm yeah. a big sampler. I, I like a good. I like a good sample. Good sample, yeah. dude. So what do you think? What do I think? Yeah, you go first. Absolutely. Crazy at the beginning. Yep. Every club in the city. And if you aren't crazy, hang it up. People are coming out. Absolutely. Now, without a doubt, it's, it's you know, 
clubs across. I've seen I've seen places like Live open up and Vegas and things like that, and it's it's absolutely nuts right now. I think the same thing we're in Boston. I think the same thing's gonna be in Boston, New York as well. The thing is, which clubs are gonna survive? Because you're gonna be coming out, you're gonna come out with everybody coming out. Now it's gonna be who's gonna sustain the people, who's gonna bring artists, who's gonna uh, be the top club. Every club is not, it, and this happens, it does not survive. Every bar does not survive. So at the beginning, everything's going to be great. I give it six months through November. Well, that's the usual. Yeah, but then who's, it's going to be till November. It's going to be hot, hot summer, hot summer. Fall, amazing. Yeah, but that's the way it would be normally for our industry. Though, I right? agreed, and that's what I'm going to well, say. Yeah, yeah so yeah. it's going to, but I think it's going to be even more. More so than you than think, it's gonna, because yeah. I you know why because I think a lot of people travel in the summer, and they're not going to be able to travel as much going to London, going to Europe. Yeah, we can't go. Like we can't go to Europe. Yeah, yeah. so people are going to be focused more staying around. So, but I think, they're going to yeah. be want. They're going to want to go to those destination places that would they would go to here. True. Yeah. The not so much Miami. I I don't. I think Miami falls back a little bit in the summer because it just becomes too hot down there. <laughs> Do you so think hot. so? Yeah. Oh, it's all Vegas. Like yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't really go to like Vegas is a different story because you're not outside in Vegas. Yeah, the pool, except for the pool party. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like Miami, you're, you'll walk the beach and all. It could get too. Well, after April, I don't go to Miami. Basically, <laughs> after December for me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like too hot. The difference between what you just said and what I have to say is, you said New York. See, I don't think this applies to New York at all. Mm-hmm. We don't have venues that have the capacity or care to go see a, a you're not going to have David Guetta DJing in New York City mm-hmm. because there's just there's there's no clubs that actually put him at except for Marquee right. I don't know if Marquee's going to reopen it has to reopen because that is the main name for Tile Group Mm-hmm. As far as clubs go, Marquee's a staple for that company. Right. So they're if it's not at the location that originally was, it, it'll, it'll they'll bring it back. Bring it back. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as New York goes, I know there's a couple places out in Brooklyn that are big, and they would do something like Getta. Getta would be like the Hamptons kind of guy, like a little destination, definitely like Atlantic City, but right? Not really New York City too much. Well, in the summer, New York City kind of sucks too because. Everybody it, leaves. Everybody leaves, but New York is not a forgiving city when it comes to heat. Yeah. I've lived there for almost 20 years, and like it's just as hot at night as it is during the day because that night the yeah. concrete yeah. lets yeah. all the heat that yeah. was absorbing all yeah. day, yeah. so there's still heat rising. Right. So New York's different. Vegas is going to crush yep. because they're going to have the pool parties and they're going to have the pool parties. And then what correlates with that is you'll have like Aoki do the pool party and then mm-hmm. that night he'll do a club somewhere. Right. So that will carry over. Right. Vegas is going to crush. Miami's going to crush for right now because yeah. that is the first thing that's really open in the country as far as that goes. They open before Vegas is open. So if you want to see a get you got the right. only place you could go right now is, is Miami. Mm-hmm. And what about Boston? Oh, it's going to be crazy here. Yes. Because I, I already know some secret things that are, that some 
places are working on and, and they're doing some really big things. Not a, some places or a <laughs> place called to be Big Night. Super low key, dude. <laughs> a place called Big Night. Yeah. And uh, shout out to Big we, Night for letting us do this podcast. <laughs> we coming for Miami. I'll tell you that much. That's Woo-hoo! it. <laughs> oh we boy. We coming blazing. Blazing. Don't wow. worry, Green Up. We still love you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> love you. <laughs> but like, it's like it's gonna be. It's gonna be like the Roaring Twenties, man. I seen a video from like a party last night in Connecticut at a club. Not even club, it's one of our restaurants. And that shit was popping on a Wednesday. Nuts. Tomorrow's our first night back. Tomorrow's my first night in a club. I'm excited. I'm fucking excited too. Me and 50. And, and, uh, my, and Jeff London. And Jeff London. <laughs> and uh, it's going to be. I'm so excited. I'm excited to be back. You know, I got two two big weekends. Memorial Day weekend's going to be crazy. We got. Yep. Uh, I'm with Rick Ross, and then they have. Uh, Diplo the next day, and that's in Shrine at Foxwoods in Connecticut. Shout out, big night, doing it big, doing it big. So it's gonna, I think, it's gonna come out. Clubs are just gonna be crazy. You gonna have a good summer, yeah. But I think what's gonna happen is we're gonna get to like December. I think it's gonna carry over to like New. I think it's gonna be popping until New Year's. I like that. And then New Year's is gonna die back down. I hope not. And then, it, of it. well, for the first couple of weeks, yeah. it's inevitable. It's, it's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I mean, like, you yeah. know. So I believe that we're going to sustain craziness up until the second week of 2022. Wow. Two. <laughs> two. Unbelievable. The deuce, deuce. Yeah. Uh, I think, um, I think that was a great question because it's coming up, and I think our boy, I think it was Tony Clark, DJ Tony Clark, that sent that. So I got yeah. Tony Clark. Yeah. I got so him thank, some, yeah, some things. I appreciate you, yeah. Tony. Definitely. You're my guy. But, guys, send in uh, your questions every week. We'd love to hear from them. Uh, yeah, they're a big part of the show. We absolutely. Love, we hope, gives us something to bullshit about. You know what I mean? 100%. Now it's time for Jeff to bullshit. Let's go. Oh, uh, a little story time. Gather around, kids. It's story time with Uncle Jeff. The names have been left out to protect the guilty. Now, here's a little story I got to tell you. <laughs> yeah, man. So every week, Jeff tells us a crazy story from nightlife. And this week, he comes back with another one It's called Getting Chased Out the Club. What's this one about? Oh, this one's a crazy one. Sunday night. Sunday night. Cure? It's cure night. <laughs> Yo, it's so funny. It's always, always. No, yeah. it, it, it's, it's not I, there's always a couple cure, reasons I, why yeah. that goes. Go ahead. And I'll tell you one reason. Because if it has to do with anybody that everybody on the podcast would know, people that are established or people that are known mm-hmm. only go out when other people can't. True. We used to call that in New York called Bridge and Tunnel. Right, so right. basically, I would only go out Sunday yeah. through Thursday. Right. Friday, you don't go out. Saturday, you don't of go out. Of course not. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. And those, to be totally honest with you, those Friday Saturday parties were <laughs> totally different. Than oh, and 100%. Parties. Yeah, my industry, industry parties are the best parties. Industry parties are the best parties. And that's what a lot of these stories come from from yes. you as far as and it's, it's always true. and if you say it's sunday i know it's cure because yep. i have to say this again that is the only club still to this day i've ever <laughs> been to in boston yeah. that i wasn't working at that's pretty crazy so i'm watching the celtics game it's a playoff game yeah 
playoff Sunday, important game, watching the game. And they're in the playoffs home. right now, right? They are we got to get some right. tickets. We better call some new favors in. <laughs> yeah, <I'm gonna> t- <laughs> Alex, where you at, bro? <laughs> so watch the game at home, getting ready for work. Celtics win the game. They go. Intense game. It's an intense rivalry with the Wizards, actually. At the end of the game, a little jarring off back and forth with the teams. All of a sudden, the star of the Wizards comes up, smacks Celtics player across the face. Boom. I'm watching on TV. I'm like, whoa. This is going to get wild. I don't even remember that. Break it up. Little, you know, jarring back and forth. Break it up. Not, well, no more punches. Playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No more punches thrown. They break it up. I'm like, wow, that was pretty crazy. Half hour later, the player from the Wizards calls and need a table. Calls one of his boys. Boy calls me. Yeah, yeah. This guy's the star of the Wizards. I'm like, yeah, absolutely. Get him a table. You know, get this guy. Should have been like, nah, you smoke one. You <laughs> smack one of my homies. <laughs> well, so it was like, you know, one, the story that I think previously told, I got one of those, you know, the guy wasted and he, fu- and he messed up the next game. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to do this. that shit again. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let me try it again. Yeah, yeah. He comes to the club, the uh, couple of his boys. So he comes up in a uh, big SUV. The, the driver of the SUV is like, where can I park? I'm going to stay here because, you know, whenever he wants to leave, I'm just his driver for the night. It wasn't like an Uber. He was like his driver. Yeah, yeah, that's the way to do it. Um, so he comes down, he's partying and everything like that. Get a text. It was like 12 o'clock. Get a text from Celtics. couple <laughs> players. Yo, we're coming down. Uh, we're coming down. We just finished dinner. Oh, wow. Not thinking anything of it because I'm in the middle of the night. Well, yeah, you've totally forgot yeah. what you watched on TV because now you're in work mode. In work mode. As in Cure, it's basement place. They come down the stairs. They lock eyes with this dude. Right off, right before, right they, off hit the a, bat. Right hit before they hit the bottom step, bro. Before they hit the bottom step, just stairs. And I guess like, oh. I guess being like a tall person in Cure is yeah. like you stand out and this, for sure. Yeah, the yeah. Wizards plays on the couch. He didn't. Anyway, they wait when this kid hits you up, you didn't be like, "Yo, I just want to let you know, so and so's here." Oh, oh, I I might have said that in the text, yeah. Oh, you did let him know that they oh, were. I there. let him know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. So they came, they came pretty deep. Yeah, I gave him a heads up. <laughs> You're setting up this wizard dude. Just oh, get whooped up, yeah, bro. Yeah. Either I'm getting him drunk or whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we come down there, you know, we walk around. They didn't say anything to the dude. They get drinking. One o'clock, it's joint. All of a sudden, I see a couple. Of, I see a Celtics player, another Celtics player start walking. They usually like hang at their table, walk over. I see one of the Celtics players' brothers start walking over, and the player from the Wizards, Sard, as well. So yeah, he yeah. starts walking. He's like, "I'm getting out of here." So he starts walking up the stairs. Oh, he's he's seen them approaching he's him. And he's them approaching. Like, All right. As soon as he sees them approaching, and he goes up the stairs, they start running. They chase this guy. They chase this guy. So you're imagining six foot ten guy, six seven guy, like running through the club, chase this guy up the stairs, out of the club. This guy literally runs to Superman into his SUV, (laughs) jumps off, and they were if they caught him, they were gonna they were probably gonna hit him. And the guy took off, and that's the time the player got chased out of the club. That was a good story, Jeff. Thank you. Rick Ross agrees. (laughs) Rick Ross loves (laughs) Earth.
Rick Ross loves Earth Day, y'all. Yeah, man, that was a good one. Thanks. A lot of energy in that one. Oh, yeah. Nice Damn. outro. I wonder what they would. Damn, they were going after know. this. What dude. if they did? Was it like yeah. the final game or anything? No, it was. They would have yeah. gotten so much trouble if they fucking, like. If they uh, caught them? Yeah. Because not only would they could have got criminal charges, but they would have been definitely, definitely, like. It would have been bad. NBA would have definitely, like, had, had to step in for that. I know. I always wonder what if they would. I always wonder what if. But it it was it could it's have part been, of my it, illness. <laughs> this is my what if factor. But it, it was the craziest scene to watch all these tall ass dudes. Yo, because they look it looks it probably looks crazy. On people just staring. I mean, it's not like if it was a normal sized person, nobody would even like look or like be No, no. But you see this big person like going it was somewhere. Like three like of them drawn yeah. to that. You can't help it. It's pretty crazy. That's awesome. Yeah. Cool, man. Oh, some PNN. Welcome to the PNN Network. Oh. oh shit, we need a guy to do that, bro. I think you're the guy. PNN News has breaking news. Jeff, you know what it is. It's PNN time. Positive News Network. It's what we do around here. We're sick of hearing all the negative shit on the news every day because the world is a crazy place. So we try to bring you some enlightenment, some positive news. And it's brought to you by this man, Jeff London. Jeff, what's the positive news this week, my guy? So last week we we talked a little bit about you know some mental illness and things like that. Was, yeah, it's Mental Illness Month. So I was reading a study for people with severe PTSD. Yeah, that had a success rate of sixty seven percent of getting rid of the severe PTSD with MDMA therapy, mm. which is mm-hmm. if people don't know uh, a drug which they call. Ecstasy, Molly, Molly. Yeah. What other? What other do they call? It? What? Else? That's pretty much it. Ecstasy or Molly, right? I don't yeah, think I don't there's know. another name for it. <laughs> Me neither. So the trial was tested with the post-traumatic stress disorder (PTSD). At the end of the uh, phase three trial, sixty-seven percent of participants who received three MDMA-assisted therapy sessions. No longer qualified for having PTSD. That's crazy. That's a that's a getting rid great of PTSD. percentage. Yeah, too. yeah. Um, it was ninety patients with severe chronic PTSD with an average duration of fourteen years. So fourteen years of having PTSD in prior to to the to try, taking and then okay. and just taking taking the MDMA. So they've been struggling for 14 years to find something to help them, and this which is, is yeah. fucking insane to me. And this is what I talked about at the end of our show last week, how it's not taken care of or studied enough. And there's a reason why mm-hmm. these people have been struggling for 14 years. They've been probably getting prescribed all these shitty drugs yep. that are chemically made. I know MDMA is a chemical too, but to 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 elaborate on this i know they're doing the same study with psilocybin which Mm -hmm. is uh mushrooms Mm -hmm. and it's big overseas and they're trying to get it done over here yeah i mean i think i think it's great i mean to to have something i mean i can imagine these people that have it for 14 years plus and then and they're just getting taking chemical after shitty chemical and like in like i i i just have a hard time with our medical uh Mm -hmm the way we handle things here as far as you know what am i trying to say 
the medical field or you know i i no i always feel like they're trying to take advantage of us yeah they're not looking out for us they just want our money there's a reason why there's a documentary on uh, hbo right now that's about how like oxycontin like I've had friends die oh, from heroin because they hurt their back. Right. Exactly. They weren't an addict before that. Right. Oh, absolutely. You know what I mean? So, like, these people are, like, killing us. So, to find something that... The MDMA thing's cool. I, I really think the psilocybin thing, which is also... I probably has the same rate. And, and, same more, and more natural. It's very natural. Yeah. Well, it's just I've so actually yeah. tried doing that myself. Um, tried microdosing mushrooms, but I did a lot of research mm-hmm. and a lot of, I knew what dosage I needed right. to take. I didn't want to trip out. It wasn't, right, I right. wasn't, I was taking such a low dosage of these mushrooms that I wasn't actually having any physical effects, <laughs> but it good. said what it does is like, you know, helps your, it, when you take it, it, your brain starts firing neutrons or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, the next day. You know, it, it your your receptors like reheal themselves. Wow! So it's almost like resetting your brain in a way. Right, right. I always felt that if you took mushrooms or like MDMA or like acid, LSD, they do the same study with LSD too. Mm-hmm. Um, that I think it starts firing neutrons to parts of your brain that aren't that aren't that are yeah. that have been docile I'm for a while. Dormant, dormant, yeah, 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 dormant. I meant to say. I got a lot of dormant parts. <laughs> So, this is great, man. It is. I like I, this stuff. I I think it it could really. I'm I'm for whatever can really help people and not take advantage of people. I'm with you. I think that's positive, and I think that's positive news, right? That's here. it, bro. Yeah. What a great topic. Thanks, yeah. Jeff. Again, it's it's uh, mental health awareness month, and, and uh, I'm glad Jeff can share that with us, man. Because. Uh, I've seen a lot of documentaries about this too, about mm-hmm. soldiers that are coming from, you know, yeah, Iraq and in the yeah. middle and Afghanistan that are fucked up. I mean, they and said they, and they and they they're they're sick of taking these downer pills that don't allow them to actually function, and they've been getting into these studies of taking psilocybin, and their PTSD is gone. And it, it says in the in the study actually that the PTSD was mostly caused by combat related events. Yeah, yeah, man, so it's crazy. That PTSD comes from traumatic shit, or it could come from something small too. Yeah. So it doesn't have to be like a death or an accident. It could be come from having a traumatic situation mm-hmm. with a specific person or anything that triggers it. You know what I mean? So I'm glad you brought that up, and I'm glad that we take advantage of our podcast to talk 100%. about mental awareness because it's very important, man. And where can they find us on the podcast? Our podcast. I am the promoter. He's the DJ. You find me at Jason Smith Music on Instagram and Jason, uh, I am Jason Smith on uh, your uh, SoundCloud and MixCloud and shit. And you can find me at Jeff, Jeff London, London underscore. You got it. All right, y'all. Peace. Get, buy that merchandise. Get that merch, Big man. Shop. <laughs> BigNightShop.com. Great episode, Jason. Okay. Nice job. Jeff London. DJ Jason.